When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. It is... What is this? March what? What is this? In March 24th, something like that? 27th. March 27th. (laughs) Something like that. Gotta get a new calendar. It's our first show back from spring break. Uh, What did I miss? Did anyone get indicted? Did um, (laughs) anyone go anywhere fun? Like, jail? No? (laughs) No? Okay. You'll recall that previously on The Late Show... Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg was expected to bring charges against the former president for an alleged hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels, which would make him the first former U.S. president ever to be criminally indicted. Although... (laughs) Although most historians agree that Martin Van Buren should have gone to jail for this haircut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, Oh... This indictment was such a sure thing that the target of the investigation posted this on Truth Social. The far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Everyone, everyone's, I know, I remember that feeling. Everyone was so excited, but alas, it did not happen, making this his most inaccurate forecast since every time he said, till death to us part. In his posts, sure, why not? In his posts, former president also encouraged his supporters to protest, take our nation back, and warned that his arrest could bring about potential death and destruction. What, again? He wants, he wants a sequel to January 6th with the protests and the violence and the, and the... I'm sorry, what do you call it? The poo-poo. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Always so delicate. The protests were perhaps not as large as he had called for, because this is it. So it's, it's, less, it's less Jan 6 than more Jan and six of her friends. One reporter who was at the protest described it by saying, it's just a bunch of cameras taking a picture of a guy who was putting on a rat suit next to a guitar with the words, hang Fauci on it. So Rudy was there? <laughs> at, is that the rat suit? Is that the rat suit? <laughs> at a rally this weekend, the former president addressed his legal troubles. And yet, after going over 11 million pages of documents, I built a great company. They've got nothing. They've got nothing. It probably makes me the most innocent man in the history of our country. Friends of mine say that. 
Those have got to be the two biggest lies he's ever told. <laughs> he is the most innocent man in history and that he has friends. <laughs> this rally... This rally was held in Waco, Texas on Saturday, and instead of someone singing the Star-Spangled Banner, the rally began with this announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and place your hand over your heart for the number one song on iTunes, Amazon, and the Billboard charts, Justice for All, featuring President Donald J. Trump and the J6 Choir. Now, if you... If you have not heard of them, the J6 Choir is made up of a group of inmates who are in prison for their actions in the January 6th riot. It is the hottest musical prison crossover since Manson and Garfunkel. <laughs> sure. One. They can sing. Sang with the Beach Boys. One quibble, uh, Justice for All is not actually the top song on streaming platforms or the real Billboard charts. It's the top song that people are paying to download on iTunes because their grandchildren don't like them enough to help them set up Spotify. <laughs> that did not stop the former president from repeating the claim. That song tells you a lot because it's number one in every single category. Number two was Taylor Swift. Number three was Molly Cyrus. Yes, Molly Cyrus. <laughs> and, and of course, her alter ego, Herna Moderna. <laughs> Herna Moderna. <laughs> Diana Idaho. <laughs> Jermaine Maine. <laughs> former president's main competition for the GOP nomination remains Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And the former president believes DeSantis owes him his career. And he recounted the moment in 2018 when the governor begged for his endorsement. I'm a loyalist, and, and when a man comes to me, tears in his eyes, he's at almost nothing in the polls. I said, you can't win, can you? How do you can win? Sir, if you endorse me, I'll win. Please. Please, sir, endorse me. I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. And I endorsed him, and he became like a rocket ship. Oh. I don't know. I don't know about Rocket. If you look at him, he's actually got the aerodynamics of a kegerator. <laughs> so this... There's news from Florida, the number one place to hear the phrase, oh, you mean the other alligator who held up a tiki bar. <laughs> Last week in the state capital of Tallahassee, a school principal resigned after parents complained that a lesson on Michelangelo's David exposed sixth graders to pornography. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. My favorite part of any porno is when someone is standing flaccid while thinking about murdering a giant. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> it's got me wondering, though, is all Renaissance art smut? I'm looking at you, Mona Lisa. What are you smiling about? Could it be... Boobs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that joke. Uh, let's go back over here. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> it's a funny word. It's a funny word. <laughs> apparently, two parents complained that they weren't notified in advance that a nude would be shown. Nothing creepy about that. Look, I just want to know when the nudes are going to show up. <laughs> also... 
Also, the kind of news. What are we talking about here? Like, tasteful or like the good stuff? Because, uh... I'm an art lover. I mean, I'm a concerned parent. I mean, I'm a concerned parent. <laughs> Obviously, this is silly, and the people over in Italy agree, which is why, in response, this week, the Florence Museum that actually exhibits the statue invited the parents and students to visit, saying, to think that David could be pornographic means truly not understanding the contents of the Bible, not understanding Western culture, and not understanding Renaissance art. So... Florida. <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's also news out of Utah, because they're holding a trial involving lifestyle guru Gwyneth Paltrow, seen here being the richest person who buys their glasses at the CVS checkout. <laughs> My dear, dear friend Gwyneth is currently on trial in a civil lawsuit for a skiing collision in 2016. Specifically, a retired optometrist is suing her, claiming she plowed into him on a bunny hill and callously skied away, which is the whitest sentence I've ever read. <laughs> that's the whitest thing... That's the whitest thing I've ever heard. And I'll have you know... And I'll have you know, I have my boat mechanic on speed dial. <laughs> but Paltrow is countersuing now, claiming the optometrist actually skied him to her, saying his story is largely made up. He's a bumbling optometrist. She's a celebrity mogul. They collide on a ski mountain, and neither one can remember what happened. This Christmas, see Hallmark's newest hit, <laughs> Goopsie Daisy, a ski accident of the heart. Never saw that, but I liked it. Forgot to look at that, but that's good. Goopsie Daisy. Trial's still ongoing, and we don't know who crashed into whom. What we do know is... Gwyneth Paltrow should take the stand more often because she is a hoot. Here she is being questioned about her reaction to the crash. You were furious and said you skied directly into my effing back at the top of your lungs. Yes, I did. Okay. I apologize for my bad language. As well... (laughs) As well you should, Gwyneth. I expect more dignity from the woman who sells candles called This Smells Like My Vagina. True story. That's a true story. (laughs) But Paltrow isn't the only one who suffered because the victim says he is now unable to enjoy wine tastings after the ski collision. (laughs) That is tragic. I believe his tongue now qualifies for a handicapped parking in front of the liquor store. (laughs) But the real star of this trial is the optometrist lawyer who is, in legal terms, thirsty AF. Here she is questioning Paltrow. Since you're not down here. Mm-hmm. Um, may I ask how tall you are? I'm just under 5'10". Okay. I am so jealous. I think I'm shrinking, though. You and me both. I have to wear four-inch heels just to make it to 5'5". Five five, well, so. They're very nice. Well, thank you. That is... classic prosecutor grilling the witness. Sir. <laughs> Reminds me of this famous scene from A Few Good Men. You want answers? I want smoother skin! You have beautiful skin! (laughs) We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Hugh Grant.
Welcome back to The Late Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you know my first guest tonight from some of your favorite rom-coms and television series like A Very English Scandal and The Undoing. He now stars in the new movie Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Hugh Grant. Hello. I love you. Thank you. Hello and welcome back. Thank you, Stephen. How nice to be back. We spoke, uh, we spoke, uh, we did one interview over COVID uh, during that dark time. Yes. You haven't been actually physically here since 2018, but we did run into each other this summer. Do you remember me running into you? It has, it, it has come back to me. Okay. I was very drunk. Um, <laughs> and you... I was on my way. Yeah, you, well, more than that. You were embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what Evie says, but go on. No, you weren't at all. I felt bad because I didn't recognize you because you were so preposterously out of context. Uh, I'm used we were at a to... restaurant in France. The deepest, uh, most obscure corner of the south of France. It's yeah. a tiny little restaurant by the street and everybody dining al fresco. And my wife, Evie, is sitting across from me and she looks over my head as somebody walks into the, the, out to the dining, dining room area out there. She goes, don't look now. But Hugh Grant <laughs> just walked in and I went... Uh... <laughs> And she goes, and don't go over there. And I picked up this huge tureen of soup. And I walked over to you. You just sat down. And I said, pardon, monsieur? Oh, you Plus did. Pistou? You did, you did, you did. And, and you were very nice. She goes, you, like, she went, I'm, you had the menu. You said, I'm sorry, what's happening? <laughs> and then I said, hi, Hugh, it's, it's me, Steve. And you went, oh, bollocks, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> I'd forgotten the whole yes. soup thing. That was very yes. good. Yes. Yeah. It's always good to come over with a hot, Prop. Yes, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, did, uh, did you spend a lot of time over there? It's so beautiful there. I had never been to Provence before, which is where it was. They say it's beautiful, and then you get they go like, they didn't lie. This is amazing. Yeah, I'm mad about it. I have a house down there, and it's the only place where I'm nice and happy in the whole world. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Meaning you're not happy to be here right now. No, miserable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am particularly happy down there. Yeah. I don't know why. I just. Uh, I'm one of those... There's a a breed of middle-class British person who is just enchanted by everything French. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter what it is, I I just love it. They say, would you... The butcher says to me, do you want the tête de veau, you know, the head of the cow? Oh, oui, oui, deux, s'il vous plaît. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want les tripes, which is the uh, the intestines? Yes, yes, I'll have that. (laughs) And the... And all the local market, which none of the locals use, because it's really just people getting stuff from the cash and carry and selling to tourists. I, uh, I buy everything at vast <laughs> prices. They take rub it, their hands as I arrive. Take advantage of me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Four peaches at 400 euros, of course. Yes. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've talked a little bit about your ambivalence about acting. Yeah. Acting seems to like you a lot. But if you, if you hadn't been an actor, what was the road not taken for Hugh Grant? Was there a backup plan? Uh, well, uh, there were things I could have done. I, uh, I was in advertising for a bit. I wrote radio commercials and produced them. Really? And I was quite happy doing that. Do you remember a product that you sold? Oh, yes. Uh, I, I wrote some good ads for Mighty White Sliced Bread with all the goodness of, white, uh, goodness of brown but the great taste of white. That was... <laughs> Brill Cream. Brill cream, brill cream, a little dabble, do you? What was that? A little dab of brill cream in your hair gives you the brill cream bounce. Uh, you wrote, I didn't, I you didn't wrote, wrote the word bounce? No, we had to jam that in at the end. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. And again, you were educated at Oxford, right? Yeah. And then you were writing a copy that had the word bounce in it. Yes, Did yes, you... yes. That's what they teach you at Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, that, that is one road I could have... I had so many jobs before acting happened. I was a very good toilet cleaner for a time. Really? Yeah. I still quite like to clean a toilet. <laughs> really? Yeah, I became very accomplished. That's very good. Yeah. It's good. You really buff it. Yes, I do. I like it to make it sparkling. I cleaned a couple of yours here just earlier. What an honor. Thank yeah. you. They were Thank in a you. terrible state, actually. We should have them monogrammed. <laughs> now, do, do, how, how do you go about choosing roles these days? We have, a, we have a photo here of you in your very first film. What is this going on right here? Yeah, well, I was still at Oxford and some guys got together and got some money together to make a sort of amateur film and asked me to be in it, and I said no. And then, uh, then I realized this girl I really fancied called Victoria Studd was going to be in it. Her last name? He her was name was Stud. Victoria Studd? Yes, yes, yes. So I said yes. And that, that really started the whole slippery slope into acting. We have to take a quick break. No, if that's you, you, okay no, with you, you flubbed it again. You flubbed it again. You flubbed it. We'll be right back with Hugh Grant. <laughs> Stick around. The roles have changed a little bit. You're, you're playing a lot of heavies at this point. You've, you've played some, some, some nice bad guys, including in this movie. Yeah. And, and you, you've said, I love a total fraud. The more duplicitous and diabolical and selfish and vain a character is these days, the more it appeals to me. Do, do explain. Well, I mean, we all love a baddie. You know, not just actors, but audiences like baddies. Girls like baddies. Um, <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, why? Yeah, I don't know. Um... But it's, it does seem to suit me better. Maybe it's closer to me. I don't know why. Yeah. But well, also, actors, actors. layers of duplicity suit acting, because acting is covering things up. But maybe it's that. Yeah, acting is lying. I've always said it. Acting's lying, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you play this evil guy in Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. Honor Among Thieves, is Forge Fitzwilliam. We have a clip in the movie we're about to show here. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to see? You seem to be greeting people. Yeah, so I, uh, I am a con man who falls in with our heroes, and they've got a sort of band of rather honourable thieves yes. who steal only from the rich to give to the poor. Sure. And then I start to persuade them to steal from not such poor people, or not such rich people, and uh, I'm clearly not quite as nice. And then on this big heist, they all get captured and imprisoned, and somehow I'm not. And uh, years later, they escape from prison and they, they come to find me, by which time I've become mysteriously the sort of uh, head, the chancellor of a, of a whole city in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> oh, old friend. What a wonderful surprise. Come. <laughs> oh. I spy a little bit of grey. I do, I like it. It's scoundrelly, but professorial. You look like a... What do you look like? Mm -hmm. You look like a, a well-read fisherman with secrets. <laughs> and Holgar. I know you don't like hugs. But I need one. Yes. <clears throat> now, for the few people out there... 
I see scoundrel, I see con man. But for the few people out there who don't know, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, which the movie is based on, there are character classes. Like you, you are a, you are a thief, or you are an assassin, or you yeah, are a, yeah. a paladin, so or you are a magic user, or something like that. Yeah. Is, what is your character? Is is he is a is he a thief, or is he? A, I'm told that I'm a rogue. But I, I'm, I think that's I should... a form of thief. I, I think that's. Is it? Is I it? think that's a level. Well, of thief. I was told backstage that you play this game. I was absolutely obsessed with it. Yes. I've never understood. I've never. I mean, I'm ashamed. Here I am promoting the film. I've never played it. You have no history with it whatsoever. Not yet. But maybe tonight's no one, the night. No one tried to get you to play it while making the movie. Oh, I think Chris Pine occasionally tried. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, there was talk of it, but uh, I don't know. Not, nothing. Films are so weird now. They're so weird because everyone's, you know, in the old days, you, you, by the end of the second week, you were all getting drunk in the evening and having dinner and falling in love with each other and all that. And all that stopped because of telephones. You know, really, everyone goes home and looks at Twitter. It's so sad. So if there weren't telephones on set, there'd be more fairs going on? Yeah, I think so. You know, Tarantino bans um, telephones from his sets. And quite right, too. And, and the people That's there, nice. yeah, they do all shag each other. So I'm told. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love that term, shag. We don't use it over here. It's friendly. It is. Yeah. Yes, There's it nothing is. nothing hostile. No, no. It's yeah. also a dance in the United States. The shag is the state dance of my home state of South Carolina. Oh, that's right. And that's so I used to tell people, like, oh, I'm a shag champion. <laughs> <laughs> and my English well, friends would go, well, good to know. Well, mate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we had uh, Reggae Jean Page, that handsome son of a bitch, was oh, on did. here the other night. Yes. He's so handsome. If you like that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not attractive. I'm saying there's a real collection of attractive yeah, men whatever. in this movie. Yeah. You, Chris Pine, Reggae Jean Page, okay. you're very attractive. Yes. Does that make you uncomfortable for me to call you attractive? It, it seems to be. Look, I'm scratching my face. Yes. Quite, uh, you're breaking out in hives yeah, of my appreciation yeah. of your comeliness. Yeah. But the only reason, I, only reason I bring him up is that yeah. he said doing this movie gave him his best ass of his career because sword fighting requires so much squatting. How much yeah. squatting was there for you? There was a lot. I also have an incredible ass, actually. Thank <laughs> you. Lovely to have <laughs> you. Lovely Thank to you so you. much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. 